It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio KCAW in Sitka. Today is Tuesday, March 8th. I'm Meredith Reddick, and this is Raven News. When the Sitka Assembly meets tonight, it will consider a temporary moratorium on new short-term rental permits in residential zones for one year. Short-term rentals have gained popularity in the last decade, as online platforms like Airbnb and Verbo have grown to dominate the vacation rental market. Between 2019 and 2020, the number of conditional use permits for short-term rentals in Sitka more than doubled. Some Sitkins are concerned that the short-term rental boom is making affordable housing less accessible. The intent of this ordinance is to protect the availability of affordable housing in Sitka by curbing short-term rentals, at least temporarily. Those that are already permitted will still be able to legally operate, but without a conditional use permit, the ordinance makes renting a residential property to someone for less than 14 days illegal. In other business, the Assembly will consider raising cruise ship tender fees by just under 7%, and it will consider reconvening a bear task force to investigate Sitka's recurring problems with bears after 14 were euthanized last year. The Sitka Assembly meets tonight. Raven News will broadcast the meeting live following Alaska News Nightly. A boat in Thompson Harbor was badly damaged in a fire on Saturday morning. The Sitka Fire Department responded to the boat shortly before 10 a.m. Fire Chief Craig Warren said the fire had spread into the galley by the time firefighters and EMTs arrived. They were able to put out the blaze in around 15 minutes. Warren says while no one was injured in the fire, the 34-foot pleasure craft sustained considerable damage. He believes an unattended diesel stove likely caused the fire. Sitka may be getting its youth and adult recreation program back soon. When the Sitka Assembly met on March 3rd, members voiced support for an initiative to establish a community schools program with city funding. A group of Sitkins have been working on the Sitka Recreation Initiative since last fall, after the Sitka Health Summit named reviving the longtime Community Schools program as one of its top two goals. Community Schools was an after-hours activity program for students and adults, but sustained funding cuts led to the end of the program in 2020. Andrew Frisky is part of a group leading the charge to revive it, but this time with city staff rather than contracting the program out. Uh, there's a lot of great nonprofits out there and different youth organizations that are helping um, make things happen for, for youth. Um, not as much on the adult side, in my opinion. And that's one of the big things that we're trying to do is to get a centralized um, spot run by the city to help organize this. Under the group's proposal, the program would be led by a director and coordinator, along with part-time staff, AmeriCorps service members, and volunteers. Frisky said, pending assembly approval, they were ready to get the first phase of the program off the ground in July 2022, with activities available for Sitkins as soon as August or September. City staff have proposed a budget of just over $200,000 to fund the community recreation program. This would include two full-time positions, plus a parks and rec coordinator and a specialist. Since the item was a presentation from Frisky, the Assembly didn't vote on the initiative, but funding for it remains in next year's general fund budget for now.
The Assembly will finalize the city's budget later this spring. The renaming of Sitka's Baranoff Elementary School has been put on hold pending more input from tribal and other community members. The Sitka School Board decided to table a final decision after surprising resistance from within the tribal community itself. KCW's Robert Woolsey reports. The issue has been before the Sitka School Board for over a year since January of 2021 when it was referred to the Sitka Tribe of Alaska. Former school board member Yedi Kuka Dion Brady Howard now sits on the tribal council. During the government-to-government portion of the March 2nd meeting of the board, she restated the rationale for seeking out the tribe's council in changing the name. We recognize the intention of the board in turning it over to the tribe, um, not as a way of passing the buck, but recognizing that since our schools were once one of the major agents of colonization of our people, that it seemed like a natural step then that the responsibility for coming up with a recommendation would be handed over to the tribe. But the tribe's ultimate recommendation from its Cultural Resources Committee has prompted some pushback. Charlie Joseph Sr., Adigan Hit, which means a place of sunshine and joy. The significance of Charlie Joseph Sr. in cultural education is beyond question, But, as has been clear from the beginning, singling out Joseph among all of Sitka's outstanding cultural educators would create problems within the tribal community. Tribal citizen Melanie Board suggested that the school board did not go far enough in handing the issue to the tribe. This has been really heartbreaking and very sad all around. I would think this would indicate something was not right with your process. People were not heard until now. And they were not part of the decision-making process on the tribal or the community level. Board conducted a survey which was returned by over 700 Sitkins. Half of them favored Adigan Hit, one quarter favored leaving the name unchanged, and 14% favored the name Charlie Joseph Sr. Adigan Hit. Pauline Duncan taught at Baranoff Elementary for 28 years. She said that she was one of over 200 tribal elders who were left out of the decision. Personally, she took issue with the imbalance in Sitka between publicly honoring men and honoring women, particularly in street names. She thought the Baranoff name change was an opportunity for redress. Please keep in mind the impact you will make will really um, make a difference with high-risk children and high-risk women. Thank you. The school board also heard from tribal citizens who said that naming things after people was not consistent with Lingit tradition. Assemblymember Crystal Duncan argued the point. I know Charlie didn't do it for the glory, and he was remembered in the most appropriate way, through our oral traditions. There is a way to honor him and those who helped establish a STEM program, but this is not it. School board members were in a quandary. They had sought the formal advice of the Sitka tribe of Alaska, and now they had it and an undertaking that had started with the best of intentions apparently had backfired. Board member Paul Ryu said he was willing to hold off for a while. I know we started this process. I was uh, hopeful that it was going to be a process of um, unity and um, of healing and, um, you know, of progress as a community. And... My email box doesn't reflect that. 
A motion to table action on a Baranoff Elementary School name change passed 4-1. to one. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey. You can read a copy of the Sitka Tribe of Alaska Cultural Resources Committee's recommendation on the Baranoff Elementary name change on our website at kcaw.org. A ballot measure to decide whether to turn Skagway's medical clinic over to the Sitka-based Southeast Alaska Regional Health Consortium could go before voters later this year. That's following a 4-2 vote Thursday evening by the Skagway Assembly, which has been negotiating with search to take over health care in the community. KHNS's Mike Swayze reports. It was near midnight on Thursday when Skagway's assembly came out of executive session, and they quickly got to the business of addressing what many see as a crisis in the community-owned health clinic that's been plagued by high turnover in medical staff and leadership. Assemblyperson Orion Hansen brought the motion to the table to put the sale of all Dahl Memorial Clinic properties, including the building, land, and assets, to the Regional Tribal Health Organization for a public vote. Search seems to be kind of an all-or-nothing proposition. They're only interested now if they can own the building and the land and all the assets and and not lease it. Uh, I was hopeful there would be some sort of opportunity for a honeymoon period to see if it's a good fit for Skagway. Apparently, Search is not interested in that. Hansen is one of those people who thinks the clinic is in crisis. There are currently five open permanent positions advertised on the municipal website and two temporary spots. The clinic only employs 16 full-time staff. Two of the open positions include a nurse practitioner and executive director. Recently, a long-serving registered nurse resigned, and the interim executive director is no longer involved in day-to-day activities. I take responsibility. I think everybody on this assembly takes responsibility for the shortfallings of the clinic because every two weeks we approve the check run, and a significant portion of that check run is clinic-related. I know it's a great source of pride for the community that they own that building, and I feel that as well. I did not feel great about having to make that motion to have it on on the ballot of selling the clinic, but I don't know what options we have. The motion passed with four votes for and two votes against. Assemblyperson Jay Burnham was one of the pair of no votes. I didn't quite have enough information to feel comfortable sending it to the voters. And also, I, I don't know if it would really be a popular thing, and I would hate to waste more time with putting it out to a vote. There is no formal word on when the ballot measure to sell the Dahl Memorial Clinic to search would go to Skagway voters. Hansen thinks it could be as early as July or as late as October during municipal elections. Reporting from Skagway, I'm Mike Swayze. I'm Meredith Reddick, and this has been Raven News.